0: See, I told you I wasn't gonna clickbait. I'm a climber, I'm a mountaineer now. <laughs> Hola, amigos and amigas. Closing in on our final days in Tenerife. Thought we'd go out with a bang by climbing the highest point in Spain. Should be interesting. We'll see if I'm in shape. Not only is it the highest point in Spain but is also the highest point in all of the Atlantic Ocean. A massive volcano with some creepy history. It's gonna get interesting. So let's go. Mount Tede Tidi, Tidi, I cannot pronounce it. I guess in the Indonesian culture, this mountain was similar to Mount Olympus for the Greeks. And I guess this is where all the evil spirits are from. So before Columbus set sail for the Americas, he stopped in the Tenofri. And the legend is, when he came here, he was seeing fire from the mountain, because at the time they didn't know it was a volcano. Kind of a bad omen, right? Before he set sail for the new world. I'm not really a stranger to mountain life, as I lived in Colorado for a few years down in the San Luis Valley, It's actually a pretty interesting place. It's like a fishbowl, uh, mountains surrounding you know, land. <laughs> the size of it is about Rhode Island. So it's pretty wicked. And I went up uh, Mount Blanca. I didn't climb to the whole top, but you can get up pretty far with a car. And I don't know, I like being up high in the air. Feels good to breathe that fresh air. Your lungs become very endurant. Your lungs, especially if you work out up there. And I remember going back to Minnesota and I could go party all freaking night. And the next day play like 10 basketball games and feel like Superman. There's something about the mountain and that kind of lifestyle that I really do enjoy. I think Colorado is amazing. Ooh, I also watched Seven Peaks. About that, uh, I don't know if he was Indian or that one dude, he was on the Joe Rogan podcast where he climbed the seven highest peaks in like a record time. And after that, I was like, damn, mountain climbing is wicked. I need to do that. I think climbing Everest would be unreal. But I find out it's like 60 grand to do it in the most like bootstrapping way possible. So it's not easy and not uh, cheap. Watch that documentary on Netflix. I think motivate you to do whatever you put your mind to. And I think uh, the mountain life is in my future. I think it's like the adventurer and it's just the people that do that. You know, they see something like that and they just say, you know what? I'm gonna f- climb it. I think that is pretty awesome. Up in Adam early morning. All the party animals just went to bed and look at this place. All right, we got some prices here. You guys curious what the real estate is like in uh, the south of Tenerife? It's quite expensive, to be honest know, 50,000 euros. Four bed, three bath, 2.3. There we go. We got some in the city. Looks like just a studio. Yeah. 129, two bed, 259. To me, that's a little spendy, especially for what you get. But, touristic area. You're obviously able to rent it out. Vacation area for people. So, I bet you can make a, a decent chunk of change on Airbnb and yeah there's the camera angle so why do i say that's expensive it's because recently i've been looking at homes in tropea in italy i think that's the next hot spot italy for tourists you know i think portofino had its day i think the Mafi coast has had its day i think that's going to be what's happening next and i'm finding crazy deals you know seventy thousand euros for like a three-bed place just outside the city center i'm finding you know really nice three bedroom apartments in the city center whole homes for about 150,000 euros and obviously the nearest airport's an hour away on the train i mean compared to here obviously here's a lot bigger a lot more touristic but i think that's you know reasonably priced property compared to what southern europeans make and Yeah, that's why I think the Canary is way overpriced. Plus, like in uh, Tropea, in the summertime, Airbnb and hotels are a minimum, minimum $100. I mean, I couldn't find anything decent for 150 euros. Just think if you're buying a place for 100,000 euros and then if you got a two, three bedroom place you're renting out for 200 bucks a night, I mean, that's six grand a month, 18 grand for the summer, and you bought the place for 100 grand, I mean, pretty wicked. You know, nine months of the year, there's still gonna be some tourists in the fall and the spring. Or you just live there so like i was saying in previous vlogs obviously this is a very hot british destination it's been like that for a long long time england and the tenefree i think are connected at the hip i was talking to my british amigo i'm like damn bro the british people getting super fat i mean what's going on here like i haven't seen the the most desirable aesthetic people from england here He's like, bro, you know, ten of free is mostly like a budget holiday for a lot of Brits. So I guess a lot of the lower class come down here. And what he said, not what I said, is the lower class is kind of having obesity. So I guess they're not sending their best to ten of free. Not my words. <laughs> and, you know, there's a lot of uh, stereotypes about British girls. They're not necessarily my cup of tea, pun intended. But one thing that is for sure is that they always, always wear those tiny, tiny dresses no matter what shape, what size, where they are, what weather it is. And uh, I think it's just funny. I admire it. I mean, British girls, I think, have a a delusional sense of confidence, which, like me, I do too. So... Okay, I showed you in a previous uh, vlog, there was a healthy little van life community it looked like and it was right on the beach and so the other day I go up to one of them and I'm like hola hola and I think it was like a Moroccan guy. I'm like how much you pay for this spot? I mean it's right across the beach you know near a bunch of supermarkets I mean perfect spot to do the van life. He's like what do you mean? It's free. I said what? Tenant free is quite accommodating to the van people which to me is uh pretty crazy. You have all these hotels and whatnot you'd expect them that they gotta pay their fair share to be on here too it doesn't sound like it It seems like the vanners are living uh free down here i'm not too familiar with euro van life and the prices they charge and whatnot but i know in the states it's gone insane like you're paying you know 100 to 200 dollars a night to be on a freaking plot of land you know obviously what comes with that is usually the free water the showers and a pool or whatnot but you know, the national parks and all that I think it's just like hey here's a place for you to park and give me 200 bucks there to be free parking you know for those big vans I'm not even talking like the little ones there's like camper type vans here and they're free parking I mean shit I might go van life all right, so maybe I clickbaited you a little bit obviously I'm not gonna be climbing we did uh, a little tour you get picked up on the bus they bring you, I think, to this ski lift type thing where it brings you all the way up to the top. But I'll do a couple steps, you know. I guess it's like a seven hour adventure, get a guide. It was 67 Euro per person, but you know, seven hours is pretty crazy to me. You know, it's a long time. So I think we'll get our money's worth. It's one of the top touristic things to do in Tenerife. But you know, to say you've been and uh, to say you've been at the highest point in Spain, the highest point in the Atlantic Ocean, obviously you gotta do it. You know, some touristic stuff, it just has to be done. You're not gonna go to Paris and not see the Eiffel Tower. I mean, you're crazy. If you're that, you know, oh, I get off the beaten path. I only hang out with the locals. You know, you gotta see the main things. I mean, you're crazy if you don't. like this guy. (laughs) So according to this Currently, in I forgot the name, but it's the highest city in all of Spain, 3,000 meters from sea level. Pretty cool little uh, area here. Maybe 2,000. I think it was 2,000 meters because to the top of this mountain is 3,000. I also learned that uh, Vino up here is very special because of the altitude and in the, in the Atlantic Ocean. Big business here. We saw a ton of uh, vineyards. All right, we made it to the national park. Kind of reminds me of Sedona in Arizona. A little darker, maybe a little more green, but similar kind of vibes. Beautiful temperature up here. Fun fact, the Indonesian people would hide out, not this far up, but pretty far up from the conquistadors, the Spanish. And I guess they held out for like 100 years. They were hiding up in here and then they got conquered little map action about to check out the dude that uh was the only guy living in the national park taking care of everything feeding the animals a true blood hermit yeah i think that's pretty cool i like a dude that just does his own thing he's the only person that's ever lived the national park—it's badass. Now this really reminds me of Colorado. Forgot what it was called, but uh, it was near Colorado Springs. Beautiful. These little formations here—I guess this is the original volcano. What remains from it? Oh, mama mia! Look at this. That's pretty intense. Beautiful. Bonito. See? I told you I wasn't going to clickbait. I'm a climber. I'm a mountaineer now. <laughs> Shout out to Callie and Kalen if you're watching this, you remember going to those mountains in the Colorado Springs and getting super drunk. We were naughty, bad, bad. All right, see there's the, the big mountain volcano thing in the background. So what I've always found interesting is that in so many ancient cultures, And even, I think it was the Lord of the Rings, right? The bad guy was in the crazy volcano mountain type thing. Is that like evil spirits are from here. And like this is where trouble is and some people say like hell. And I don't know, I think it's too much of a coincidence if all these different cultures around the world view what's in the volcano. as like a gateway to hell or, you know, where all the demons reside. Obviously it looks scary. Obviously it'll kill you, you know, when it erupts. So I can see the fear. but. I don't know. I think there's something more crazy that uh, is in these kind of areas maybe. Even though I like uh, mountain life, you know, I feel nice up here and free and the air is amazing. If I wasn't such a cancer, you know, needing to be by my water, I think the next place I would want to be is by the mountains. Whoa. That sand in the background, a lot of movie studios make movies here because it's like out of this world, you know? Like we're on Mars or something like that. Pretty cool. Unfortunately, I have some sad news. We cannot summit the top. The little uh, cable car thing, I guess, is uh, not working. So I don't get to put my flag on top of Spain, the bold perceptions flag. But, uh, it's been a very neat experience so far. Hi, we're gonna go film a movie actually. I got some time. So this is what they all use to like show Mars and whatnot. There's more green over here. The spot they showed us was like basically all this yellow stuff and like mountain. It's kind of trippy. I got a photo, so I'll put it in here. But here we go. I'm like Matt Damon in that one movie, you know. So yeah, it's kind of like, really light, pretty trippy. After seeing these kind of places, like in Arizona, Colorado, I have a lot more respect for the mountaineer, or the pilgrim, or the person who um, traveled across these lands to go find whatever, or just to say they did it. I think it's pretty badass. Especially those climbing dudes, those real mountaineers. I kind of want to be one now. So yeah, I think I'm gonna go climb a mountain in the near future. Okay, I just found out some real cool stuff. There uh, is mythology about the Canary Islands being a colony of Atlantis. Basically, there's a lot of stuff about this, how I was in the, the middle of the Atlantic, and obviously, the story goes, that went underwater and whatnot but they were ruling like as far as um i think egypt egypt was a colony too the indonesia's people told stories of the atlantean and that they were like the rulers pretty fascinating i've actually done a handful of research on that there's a lot more that keeps coming out they talk about like santorini the eye in the sahara bright insight has been doing a really good job on it now obviously it's a big myth but there's starting to be more and more things that point to it possibly being not just a story from Was it Plato or Socrates that first wrote the story? So quite fascinating that maybe we are on a colony of the great empire of Atlantis. Just got a good little history lesson from our tour guide. Very nice, but I learned that the Germans came here before the Spanish. The Germans were the ones that thought it was Atlantis. So even now, German tourists, when they come here, they say, Oh, this is Atlantis. This is Atlantis. Pretty neat. Ooh, also, the Greeks sent uh, North, North Africans here, who were the Indonesians people, most likely Berbers, to uh, be a slave race to mine some sort of sh- seashell that they used for trade. And then obviously when the Romans conquered uh, the Greek settlements and all throughout North Africa, they didn't tell them that they had these people here. So then they were basically left alone and they started creating like their own origin story and pretty f- trippy. <laughs>